Okay, so we can continue in Chayvah Salabobas, Shara Betochen, and that we started a little bit of a Hagdama yesterday. This is our changing our lives of living with Hashem session. And we're holding over here in the middle, where it says, Va'oma, and he quotes a posseg in Tehillim, Kuf Vav. V'yomiru eskvoidom b'savni shor oichel eisev. Right, they exchange their glory for the likeness of an ox that eats grass. In other words, the Rabbani Shem was their glory, and they gave HaKadosh Baruch Hu up um, for an ox, basically, that eats grass. In other words, basically, what we spained yesterday, what we were in the middle of, was that there are many people in this world that rely on human beings, or on other things. And we learned a very important story from the Chavis Halavavas, and that is that when a person removes his trust from the Rabbi Nishalaylam, and puts his trust into something else, the Rabbi Nishalaylam then says, Aha! That trust, you're now going to have. I'm going to remove my trust, and I'm going to go to that thing which you were trusting. Now that's very dangerous. That's very, very dangerous, because nobody doesn't want, nobody wants to have the hashkocha and the siyata deshmaya from the Rebbeinu taken away from him, and put onto your boss, or onto a human being, or wherever it may be. And therefore that's why it's important. What's that? So we're going to, very good, we're going to have to learn the balance of Heshtadlis and Betochen, and we're going to have to know what that means, and we're going to try to do that over here in the coming weeks. It's a song, Agav. It's a Posik in Yirmiya. In other words, a, a person is praiseworthy if you make the Rabbani Shalom your trust. In other words, a human being has to trust in some Something, if you make that something, capital T, the Rabbi Shalom, then what happens is, is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu reciprocates by giving you everything good. Whereas, if you turn away the Loifona El Rahovim, if you turn to the garbage of Avedu Zorah and all the other falsehood that's around in the world, that's a terrible, terrible thing. V'omar, and he's just going to do very good. Sukkim, I told you, I'm not going to go too much into the detail of every Pesach and how it's Uriah. Oru hageva sheyiftach ba'odom. This is, this is a Pesach. The boy said, Pesach in Yim, yo. Cursed is the person that trusts in a human being. V'som zaroi umen Hashem yosu leboi. And he turns away from Hashem. A person has to realize that everything you have does not come from a human being. That means even if you work for someone and he gives you a paycheck at the end of the month, it's not your boss who's paying you. It's the Rabbi Nishanolam and it's channeling through your boss. So and we mentioned this yesterday, and I'm going to say this again and again because this is so harsh of people suck up to their boss and they think, oh, I've got to be all nice and I've got to dress carefully and I've got to be because maybe he's going to fire me. He's not going to pay me. He's not going to give me a raise. Hold on a minute. Who runs the world? Who runs your finances? The Rebbeinu Shalom. Again, Yura, Ishtadlus. That's Ishtadlus. Beautiful. We're going to have to know what is the, what is the balance of Ishtadlus and Betochen. Right? And by the way, that might depend on how much Betochen you have. One of the examples is Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef HaTzadik was in prison. We're coming up to it soon in the parasha. Yosef HaTzadik, as we know, was in prison for a number of years and he was desperate to get out. He was punished with a few more years. Why was he punished? He was punished because he said to the workers of Paroi, Ooh, you're going out of prison. Could you do me a favor and mention me to Paroi? You shouldn't have done that. Hashem can get you out. Why, why, are, you, why are you asking a human being? So don't tell me, Ooh, Ishtadlus. The answer is because Yosef was on such a high level, he didn't need to do that. No, we would. 
but he did not. So therefore, it kind of depends on the level you are in Betochen to know how much the Shtadlis to do. But the Chavis Levavos will go into that, Rabbi Yisai. If a person, let's say a person has Betochen on his Chachma. Let's say a guy is a very, very clever guy. He's thinking, you know, I'm a, I'm a great businessman, I'm a great salesman, I'm a great lawyer, I'm a great doctor, I'm a great whatever, I'm a great human being. So he says, I make all the money, right? Because I'm a good doctor, I'm a good lawyer, I'm a good businessman. So you trust who? Yourself. And you are, again, you're putting your betochen in your hishtadlus, or in your strength of your body. Everything will be for nothing. And your, your whole, all your koyach will go down, will weaken. And all of your ideas basically will not work. To reach what you want to reach. In other words, all the effort you're putting will be for nothing. In other words, basically, that um, sometimes you can find a guy who's the most incredibly clever and, and, and you know, very successful person. And sometimes he can fall to nothing. And you're like, how did that happen? You can see it over history sometimes. You have like the most cleverest people that fell to nothing or never got anywhere in life. And I understand, the guy was so clever. Like, what happened? The answer is, it belongs to the Rebunshan. The Rebunshan can decide. You have the biggest people that go to university, college, whatever it is, and they get the best degrees. Can't get a job. You can barely get a job because he works at a pizza store. And then you get a guy who didn't go to college, didn't go to university, who hasn't got some crazy, unbelievable brain power, and this guy's making a fortune of money. How'd that work? Very simple. Don't put your trust in yourself or in your koichas or in your personal in what you could do for your trust in Hashem. Now it could be you need to also put your you know you need to, you need to work hard you need to have certain wisdom 100% sometimes you need to go to college university in order to go and get a certain job 100% but just at least know where it's coming from. At least know it's not because I have a fancy degree with a nice frame in my office saying, uh, we hereby certify that George Belchbaum is a very wonderful person who can be an amazing lawyer. That doesn't mean that you make money because of that. That's not what makes you money. What makes you money is the Rabbi Nishnodom. Yes, your Ishtalis might be you're a lawyer. Your Ishtalis might be you're a salesman. Beautiful. Your Ishtalis might be you have to go to college, university sometimes. 100%. Everyone has to know their personal situation. But... Always know where it comes from. That's what the Chavis of is telling us. Kumoi! And by the way, just because Yehud is very into this, I see. He's very, very much into Ishtadlus. People don't know that. We'll see. Like, give, give me some time. We'll go through the Sefer. He's very, very much into Ishtadlus. And, and it's important for us to know what means Ishtadlus. How much Ishtadlus do I have to do? How much do I have to work to make money? Do I have to work more? Do I have to work less? Well, how does it work? How does Hashem give me the money? We'll talk about it. Right? In other words, he traps the wise men in their own cunning, in, in, in their own thing that makes them clever, in, in something that they thought is going to be successful, ends up not being that way. Right? It happens all the time. People do a business deal that they think, wow, this is the business that's going to make money, and whoosh, the whole thing goes down. What happened? Answer simple to Rabbi And he says, Pasukin Kehelis, Shavti Viroi Takas Hashem Es Kiloi Lekale Meirot Volonik Bern Muchoma Vegan Lechomim Lechem you know what that means? I'm going to translate the last one. Kifirim Roshu Vereivu. Kifirim Roshu Vereivu. The Langiyans become poor, but the people that seek the Rabboni Shilolam never lack anything. So it means you can be the biggest lion, you can be unbelievable. But if you seek Hashem, 
you'll get everything. Oh, what do you mean? I'm a wealthy guy. I know how to do business. I can be successful. I can do whatever I want because I have a lot of money. You sell me many. It can be taken away from you. And it will be given to somebody, someone else. A rich guy can go to sleep. But he won't, become, won't continue to be wealthy. He opens up his eyes in the morning. The stock market went down. On the ship was all his merchandise to a certain place. It's all gone. It's all gone. Right? Don't, don't work too hard to become rich. People think, and the Gemara tells us this as well. People think, the harder I work, the more money I make. That's not true. It's not a correlation of how hard you work to how much money you make. You might have to work hard because that's the standards that you need to do, but that doesn't automatically mean that you're going to make more money. You have people that work a little bit and make a lot, and people work a lot, and work a lot that make a little. It's all, at the end of the day, down to the Rabbani Shlomo. And even if you do, or are in a situation where you have to work a lot, at least know, this is my shtadah, this is what I have to do. Okay, it's very important to understand where it comes from and where it goes to, because at the end of the day, as Chazal tell us, can take away a person's money in a second. You blink, and all your money is gone. You blink and it's gone. Right, they say a mice of uh, John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy, for anyone that knows any history, and I'm not one of those guys, happened to be a very, very wealthy guy, and he married a very wealthy woman. Right, so one plus one equals two, which means if you're wealthy and you marry a wealthy woman, means that you're generally going to be wealthy, right? And he became president. What happened? One bullet, and he's dead. In other words, Chazal tell us, You blink, and everything's gone. In the middle of your life, all of a sudden, all of your success will be gone. Or your pleasure will be taken away. I know, for example, a very, very, very wealthy person. He's extremely wealthy, extremely influential. Um, he recently moved to this country. And Nebuch, his wife went crazy. His wife went, I don't know exactly what it is, she went completely Michigan. He's got all the money in the world. No doctor can help him. He's got a miserable life. All the money in the world. So here Chazal are telling us, the Chazal was telling us, either Chazal could take it away, or he could take away the Hanor from the money. That all the money won't even help you. It won't do anything for you. It's a bracha, by the way, to enjoy your money. It's also a bracha. Again, everything, everything comes from the Rabbani Shalom. Chacham, a pasuk in... Won't even give someone who doesn't give out money to others a, a way to enjoy his money. You ever heard this before? You have people who are very, very wealthy who live off nothing. They eat cereal for supper. But there are people like that. It's a nebuch. It's, it's, no, sometimes it's an illness. You know what that means? That means they don't even enjoy what they have. You have people with no money who enjoy their lives. These people have money, they don't enjoy their lives. The Rabbani Shalom is able to do anything. Don't think for one minute that if you have money, oh, that's the solving of all problems. Everything is going to be gewaldic. It's not true. The Rabbani Shalom could take it away. The Rabbani Shalom could take away the Hanar. The year Etzla Pikadon. This is famous. If you have money, it's because the Kodesh Baruch gave you a Pikadon. Why do you give you, why do you give you a Pikadon? 
so that when you leave yeshiva, you're able to support yeshiva. No, that you know it's a bekodim, so that you give into your hand as a deposit. Because you'll give stocker. That's one of the reasons for stocker. You, if you go to a rich guy and say I need money he can't say to you no I can't give you he'll be like but the only reason you have money is so that you can give it to poor people that is why Hashem entrusted it with you so you can help others so that's what, that's what money is it could be the either way some people they say that with uh, Salanta davened very hard that he should never be rich he davened he davened not to be rich why? because it's in the sign and I don't want that in the sign somebody once said I, I, I don't know if this is true but they say a said that his wife bought a lottery ticket and as soon as she bought the lottery ticket he stood up and he made a nether that if she wins I don't want to have anything to do with the money I don't want money it's in the sign I don't want that in the sign I being Paul Zos in the sign in the Hanami, but it might be an easy in the sign because you don't have money entrusted within you and you make sure you do with it the right thing that's what he's saying he's saying of a posik in Kohelis there are some people that money causes bad to their life I'm sorry sometimes people are wealthy and it's bad for them it's not good for them people, people, people's children are kidnapped people are kidnapped themselves people kill them people want to kill them people are wanted you know they have to hide security why? because it's not gishmak there's insurance you've got to take out 100% why? Because not always is it good. Now again, so it could be a beautiful thing if you use it correctly. But what, he, what he's trying to show us here, why is he telling us all this? Why is the Chayv Salavavist giving us so much information about this? Because what he's telling us is, don't think for a moment that when you work more, you get more money. And don't think that because you have more money, you have a successful, happy life. It's all up to the Rabbani Shlanim. Now what we're going to do tomorrow, Be'ez HaShem, is something very, very, very important in the Chayv Salavavist. And what he's going to do is... He's going to give us all the advantages and the benefits of having betachin in your life. So until now, we haven't really discussed that. Right? We talked about it right at the beginning yesterday. I took a little bit of an idea of how you have a free, stress-free life. If you have betachin, your life is a different life. No question about it. But what the Chobos HaLabobos is going to do now, is, which will start tomorrow, Be'ez HaShem, he's going to go through a whole bunch of reasons of why it's good to have betachin and how it helps your life. Which is very important to remember, know, and live. Praise Hashem will do tomorrow.